Welcome to Friday, everybody. Friday's here. Gluten Friday. It's out. It's Friday. We're excited. Selena let her hair down. I can I see did. it from here. Rapunzel, <laughs> give me your hair. I need, I'm looking for a cheap airfare to Sweden. <laughs> yeah. Mike is here, though. Yep. It's just the three of us. Unfortunately, my uh, Eric couldn't be with us today, but here's the thing. He says to promise you guys, or he said for us to promise you guys that his reveal of which DVD he set he, that he purchased. No, he bought Blu-rays, didn't he? He, he like, leveled up. I <laughs> yeah, hope so. Evolved. DVDs are kind of... Yeah, what is that? The so way of the uh, camel. Yeah, so he <laughs> we'll we'll learn which uh, Blu-ray set that he bought on Monday if he doesn't spoil it over Twitter between now and then. Yes. What covers are there? Just out of curiosity, maybe we could guess between the three of us which one he purchased. It's the major houses, I think. It's the Greyjoys. Lannisters. Oh, we're done. Oh, I wonder which one you picked. I mean, I, <laughs> I think just, it's I made, the Baratheons. <laughs> I made sure to say that one first. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Game of Owns. It's a Game of Thrones podcast. If we would like to simplify it into one sentence, what what is a podcast you guys may ask <laughs> let Sometimes. us tell you after 61 <laughs> episodes yeah i don't know really what a podcast <laughs> is know. i think i think it's kind of like the word has changed in my mind a little bit because they branded it with the ipod so a podcast you know what i mean so that's true what is it now I, I just call iCast. it a show. You know what I mean? It's a show. This is a, a show you download show. sometimes on your iPod, but probably most of the time not. Yeah. I, I, I was always pretty passionate about this because with podcasts, I always felt that there needed to be some kind of organic content. A lot of times these days, you see radio shows or you see TV shows turned into podcasts. And, and to yeah, me, that's not... Like- the true their show. Yeah, you're right. form of what a podcast is. It's it's supposed to be something along the lines of what we do, where it's this discussion and dialogue that isn't necessarily from these well known superstars and celebrities and radio hosts and you know, it's just your your regular average people having great conversation about a certain topic. You know what I mean? I got yeah. you trying to tell us that or tell the <laughs> listeners that the people on iTunes need to make sure that they put us on the front page so everyone can see what a real podcast <laughs> that's is That's exactly like. what I'm saying, <laughs> Selena. Would you like to tell me more about that? <laughs> yes. In fact, uh, Pratik423, also known as Hodor Hodor, uh, had this to say about our show. Hodor, oh, yeah. Hodor, 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 Hodor. Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. Oh, well, Pratik, thank <laughs> you for so that Hodor. kind review. Thank you. That's a very kind review. Yes. Also for the five stars. We appreciate those. They're like badges that five we wear. And we fight crime. Yes. The days are approaching toward the end of March, which is the time that we'll be getting the new season. As you guys know, you're listening to this show, so you probably have a pretty decent idea. The press, although, uh, seems to be gathering forces, mustering, if you will. The press is mustering. And by is that, that he possible? means there are news. Yeah, there news are happening. There are news. Are they <laughs> yes. catching? The ravens have come. Or Condiments are just spraying everywhere. There's some <laughs> Hellman's mayonnaise. Unless you're on the West Coast, it's Best Foods mayonnaise. And uh, it's it's good. It's it's a good time for us right now because there's plenty to talk about on the show. So we're going to leave a chapter till Monday and just talk to you guys about what's been going on. Selena's got some hypable links laying in our Skype conversation right now. And I think that, you know, we asked you guys earlier this week what you would like to hear on Goo this week. And some of you guys said oh, we should sing, we should dance, we should baton twirl, do some circus acts. But instead, we're going to go to the more doable things and uh, talk about, first off, these uh, deleted scenes that just came out with these DVD and Blu-rays. And uh, I think we've seen a few of these, but some of them we haven't seen and they're kind of 
important to things that we would like to talk about, considering that a lot of it's going to be in the book that we later read in the show. Yeah. And I'm really excited that Mike is back for this one because I think, I mean, I obviously watched these earlier when I was doing my news post for com, and, um, <laughs> and I, oh, how, how those just slip in there, those little plugs. <laughs> um, no, and there are some really cool moments from the books that I think are, imp- are important to, it's going to be interesting to talk about is what I'm trying to say. Let's just dive right into this first one, starring Eerie and Doria, if that's how you say their names, who knows? Khaleesi? Kalisi, Kalisi, cute, cute skirt though, cute skirt. Is it pretty cool decor? Yeah, it's no, it's good. I was gonna, s- you can kind of tell that it's a deleted scene because it has less pacing in it. You know what I mean? A trader from Carth told Ooh. me the greatest pleasure. See, we didn't get to see any of this in the show. We just saw her in bed very, with the guy. This is kind of important. Yes. The reason so few people indulge in this. And as you said earlier, kind of hot. Yeah, no, it's kind of hot. Yeah. I mean, less about the violence, more about how she's. She even says erotic here in a second. Oh, ecstasy. There we go. And then she kills her. It is now. <laughs> wow. Bitch her. Boom. That was Bam. owned. So, that I mean. Was, wow. Now we know why she was put into the vault, not just because she slept around, you know? Yeah. And so that makes yeah, a lot more sense. It makes so much more sense because if they'd kept this in when it came time to lock her in the vault, we would have been like, yeah, go Danny. But because this was left out, it sort of felt like the, her only crime was sleeping with sorrow. And so Danny right. came up looking like horrible. You know, I remember you guys remember me being yeah. upset about that. So I, oh, I wish they'd kept this in. Leave it to Thrones for, for making a death scene seem kind of like sultry. You know what I mean? Yeah, like and, like, and funny. I mean, it is known, so it's like yeah. laced with sarcasm. Very well done. Here's the thing is that it doesn't happen in the book. Yeah. So that's why on top of the scene that we just see with Duck Sauce and <laughs> Doria being put into the vault, <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense because you have no context from the book to go along with it. And I think if they would have included it, it's only 51 seconds. And let's face it, some of those episodes last year were pretty short. They did not go the full length, uh, you know, hour long. So it, it would have helped to explain things a little bit more with this particular situation. I agree. And that's a really good point because I think like in general, you know, some stuff from the book, they keep in some stuff. They don't, some stuff they change, but I think that's the point is that in the books for anyone who hasn't read them, Dorea isn't evil, and she also doesn't die, <laughs> and Eerie doesn't die either, so all of this is new. All of this doesn't really make any sense to people who've read the books, so when they saw Dorea locked in the vault, obviously that's going to be upsetting to them, because they weren't expecting her to die, and they weren't expecting her to have done anything wrong. Right. So. And she's lost well. now her handmaidens, right? Yeah, both of How them. How many are left? None, None right? I mean, she'll well, how many handmaidens do you need? You know what I mean? What about Jiqui? Is she even in the show? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, is she? I'm not sure. She might have one left, actually. You're right. And then she's getting a new one next season. That's not really a spoiler. Next up, we have Sir Loris. He's sad. Uh, Renly's gone. He's this sad. Is, this is it, one for the shippers, guys. And I'm one of them. Ooh. Aww. That is a sweet, sweet chest plate. Yeah, but look. I know. He's sad. <laughs> I brought you supper. Flames. Can I just say it right now? I love Margu- Marjorie. Mar- Marjorie, what's her name? Marjorie. Did you eat today? I can't say her She's name. A but smart I lady. Loris. Thank you. Thank you. 
Do you know how hard it is to drive a saw through two steel plates? Do you know how hard it is to braid my hair like this? With you forever. <laughs> Why not? You should have buried him. Oh, he wasn't a warrior. No, but you are. We have to think of our house now. The whole country's at war. This would have been nice to have in the show, actually. Mm-hmm. It's my fault, you know. What's your fault? It's a really good I character moment for both of them. He never even dreamed of being king until I started whispering about it. Oh, I think he dreamed about it. He never would have done anything if I hadn't pushed him. I told him he would be a great ruler. You can see the gears turning in her head the whole time, yes. though. Yeah, that's why it's such a good scene, because both of them have things going on. He died because someone put a sword through him. It, it's, it mirrors so much, because he's actually in mourning, and she's just thinking about their next move. Yeah. Sweet man. She's coddling him. Now. He doesn't need you anymore. I need you. Our family needs you. There's a bit of cattling right there. Yeah, mm, no. That's a good point. She's a strong gal. I have never thought you were a fool. They look like they're about to make out right here. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. Micah swoops in. <laughs> they do. Well, not oh, right but now. It's, such a it's nice just a sad though. hug, Micah. <laughs> oh, wow. And she's like, whatever. But it's funny because you see, you get to see, as well, I love this moment because you get to see some actual real emotion from someone like that. You can actually relate to his pain because it's not this real, abstract, bizarre thing that like Arya or Daenerys is going through. And it's not this cold, calculated thing that Cersei or Marjorie is doing. You know, it's just this really real pain from this guy who isn't thinking about the war. He's just thinking about, you know... The guy he loved, and he's dead. Up until this point, their affection toward one another was kind of laced with a little bit of, like, sarcasm, the way they were sort of acting toward one another, and kind of how he was covering it up. But at this point, we kind of get resolution on the whole relationship, and it, you know, it's very real. And it shows, yeah, exactly, it shows, and it shows, I suppose, the the weakness of Loras, if you want to call it that, in this situation where Marjorie is a strong one, and yes, I think you as an audience probably, audience member probably obviously understand his perspective better i don't know it's just it's really good and marjorie is just awesome and uh, speaking of shippers this is another scene that should get people really excited because one of the key sort of quote-unquote relationships from the books that people enjoy are i don't ask me why <laughs> sandor and sansa and um this is a scene that was uh Pretty straight up from the book, actually, that features the two of them and a surprise entrance by a third party that should also excite people from the books. So I thought you were about to say they were about to watch Emma and the the Queen talk, so people get excited (laughs) about that. Here we go. (laughs) Another ship we like. (laughs) All right. Again, slower pace. You know, you can tell that these weren't cut for the actual to be in the show. It's interesting. Who's come out to play? Oh. You think the king wants his little prize out wandering alone? I'm going back to my chamber, Dog. sir. <laughs> You're almost a woman. Now, the only reason I can, can think why they cut this is because the dialogue is a little bit awkward. It, no, it's definitely creepy. Yeah, but also just the lines don't really translate that well. The king's dog. This is bird. wow! I've never seen him act Would like this before. Me, That's interesting. A song about knights and fair maidens. Mm-hmm. Wow! Go on, sing. You won't hurt me. But look at her. Wah. Sing. 
I don't know any songs. Not anymore. Lucas like she got an edge all of a sudden. And who is oh, that? Oh, there he is. <laughs> Never mind him. I was just taking a little bird. I'll see to the lady. Go and find a tree to piss. Owned. Owned of the episode. <laughs> yep, there it is. <laughs> lady Sansa. Oh, look at him being all noble, like in the songs. Yeah. It's an interesting. Ooh, who's that? Uh oh, it's nobody. Um, okay, never mind. Extra. <laughs> <laughs> but see, yeah, I was saying like the the lines between the characters is pretty much straight up from the books, and maybe that's even why it didn't. Because sometimes they do need to change stuff around a little bit to make it sound good on TV and I felt like this probably didn't sound as good as some of the other pieces But where was of she coming from in that scene? Um, I don't know, maybe the uh, King's Wood or God's Wood? Her Sept? I don't know. <laughs> because I, I initially thought it was from the very end when uh, after the battle is over he he leaves. Because in the book, and if I'm recalling correctly he, he has one final encounter with her before he rides off and he offers to take her with him. Yeah, which is obviously very different from here. So this is probably before that? or yeah. Or this could be earlier in the series, like after the whole fool incident around the first episode? Right, Not sure, actually. Tyrion didn't have a scar. Tyrion wouldn't have had a chance to come in if that were at the end of the season. Yeah, so chronologically, this is probably earlier in the book and the season. But yeah, you know, it was kind of awkward because he's like seeing birds, seeing it. And I don't want to say it was bad acting, but it was definitely the writing could have been just, better yeah, cut exactly. for TV. But at yeah. the same time, though, I think that there were two really interesting points in this scene that I, I would have liked to. I remember watching the season. I would have liked to see more of it. And one of it was Sansa's growing confidence. And the other one was the way that Tyrion really honestly is a good man and he is especially a good man towards Sansa and in, yeah. in in King's Landing he is literally the only person who is but she has a hard time accepting that and that was probably his that. best try at being nice you know yeah which i mean it goes it says something perhaps they thought it would allude to something else maybe that's what i'm thinking Selena. and i'm i'm thinking that first of all <laughs> but i'm also thinking that it might just be that they weren't ready for sansa to be stand up for herself that way could be right well they did they did kind of save it toward the end of i'm mean, thinking of the casual viewer they kind of saved it toward the end of season two to mm -hmm. implant that idea of a relationship whereas this probably would have done it a lot earlier you know and so that left like another thing to satiate us for the next season. Like what's going to happen between the two of them, you know? Which two? Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, well, I don't know. Anything, so <laughs> let's watch, let's watch Varys and Littlefinger have a discussion. Now he's, he's going to hang out with for a hundred years. <laughs> he's so pleased. Is there anything special that you'd like me to do? <laughs> a little dance, perhaps. Getting rather brazen, aren't we? Oh, he's bitter. Congratulations are in order on your new title. Thank you. And your new home, Harrenhal. <laughs> Welcome to come visit. <laughs> so sarcastic. You You're very <laughs> kind, but I must admit the curse does frighten me. The curse. Did uh, you know oh. every house the misfortune of holding Harrenhal has died out? It's almost like the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. <gasps> it spirit. is exactly like that. <laughs> 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 Maybe there's a Horcrux in Harrenhal. 
actual hand. Maybe it is a Horcrux. Tywin Lannister, not That's why it's so hard to destroy. Varys' slippers is a Horcrux. <laughs> I'd hardly call him an ally. Ned Stark. Ooh, like they are some good stuff here. You do know how to pick them. It does make a certain amount of sense, I suppose. You are all brothers in mutilation, after all. Maybe he'll show you his, if you show Aww. him yours. Uh. When it comes to belittling me, <laughs> you are blow. rather limited. Of all the grotesques <laughs> at court, whose wound is the least pleasant to behold, would you say? The Hound? Lady Ginya? No one's seen the imp's face yet, but my money's on you. Wow. Damn. It's a sentimental weakness. He totally of mine. brings him down here. I, I don't like it. Always bet on my friends. Wow. Ugh. No, Varys. Well, now we know that Varys is going to do something. It's an interesting <laughs> conversation because he, Littlefinger, had such complete dominance in this over Varys. Just absolutely owned him all the way through. And you also kind of. I thought it was interesting that they pointed out here that Varys does kind of make mistakes. I mean, he puts his eggs in all the wrong baskets. Because he does ally himself, kind of, with both ne uh, Ned and Tyrion. It's just interesting to me that they would bring up the fact that Varys has made mistakes in allying himself with Ned and Tyrion. But at the end of the day, they're both hands of the king. So when he makes that statement about him serving the realm, isn't that the best way to serve the realm is by allying yourself with the hand of the king? Yeah. It just so happens that the new hand of the king is just as big a dick as Peter Baelish is, so they would get along very well together, I would think. And I'm not entirely sure that Varys really likes the Lannisters all that much, minus Tyrion. So why would he choose to, at, in the, at the end of the day, ally himself with a family that he has complete and utter distaste for? Just yeah. to play the game. I mean, you know, the same thing with Marjorie. Do you think that she likes Joffrey? You know, well, probably to be honest, not. Do you mean Do you mean Varys and Littlefinger that they In like each sense? other? No, I, I'm saying, saying Varys that, hates the Lannisters. That Varys hates the Lannisters. Yeah, okay. I don't think that he has any level of respect for them outside of Tyrion. Right. No, I think you're right. I think that is probably Varys's downfall if, if he has one. Is that as much as he claims to serve the realm he has his own ideas about what the realm needs and i think he's naturally drawn to people because he's been so unfairly treated in his life i think he's naturally drawn to people that a have been unfairly treated as well like Tyrion, sure. or that b are actually decent people like ned and right. that might be his weakness yep i i think it's important and i'm not necessarily sure how this will play itself out but I, I do really think that it's important to the series that he at one time served the Targaryens because that could have larger implications later on for yeah. whatever his – we don't know his ultimate plan, but whatever his ultimate plan is, I think that that's certainly a part of it. It's funny how these scenes, each in their own way, gave us so much more insight into the story and into these characters, even with them being about a minute, minute and 40 long. And yeah. I guess it makes sense because, like I said, they they kind of wanted to keep some storylines, some story arts teasing longer than as long as they could. So taking these out made sense. I wish they kept it in the first two, though, uh, especially the Doria one, but also the Loras and Marjorie one. There was well, we can talk briefly about the uh, fact that there's going to be a Game of Thrones exhibition tour. It's going to start on March 9th. It's going to Toronto. Then it's moving on to New York, Sao Paulo in Brazil, Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Don't ask. That's random. And uh, Belfast, <laughs> Northern Ireland. 
where it's going to be end on June seventeenth. So that's yeah. pretty exciting, and people can get to sit in the Iron Throne and see some new props from season three, and have a Blackwater Bay interactive experience. It's it seems really cool. I'm I, going for when one, it's wish in New I'm York. Going. Really? Yeah, it's free, right? I thought you might. I don't think it's free. I think it costs. Uh, I think you can buy tickets for it. Oh, forget. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'll, de- I'll definitely go. Make a great cover photo on Facebook sitting on the Iron Throne. Don't you? We'll think? send. Yeah. We'll send a goo representative. We should. Then we can. <laughs> it's so short, show. though. What's the deal? It's only there for about five days, or no, more like a week, right? At I least mean, everybody's saying that it'll. The thing is that this is the first time HBO has ever done something like this. So I wonder I'm where sure they maybe- got the idea. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Um, but I mean, maybe either they just want to test the waters with this, or maybe they're going to see how ticket sales are, and they might add more stops or something. Or keep or it the there theme for park longer. coming? Yeah, I know. I hope <laughs> soon, please. Oh my gosh, that would be pretty badass. Yes, it's like if you don't survive the the rides, you die. <laughs> you ride or you die. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny because I mean I think the the main draw for a lot of people is like what Micah said they're gonna want that photo on the Iron Throne man. Yeah. Though the Blackwater Bay interactive experience sounds cool. You get to shoot the arrow. But then the final thing is that this would be really exciting to all you people who are listening to this on your computer or portable devices because you probably like all that internet stuff and. There is a new uh, web series coming, which is premiering in March, which is called School of Thrones, um, which features some of the people involved with the Harry Potter musical and the Lizzie Bennet Diaries that are some sort of quote-unquote well-known web series. Um, And it's basically like reimagining – it's basically like an AU fanfic brought to life, reimagining the uh, characters of Game of Thrones as um, high school kids. And you might you might hear that and think, hmm, that's strange. But then I was thinking, I'm pretty sure that they're not really going to have a problem translating these characters because there's pretty much a lo- as much intrigue and backstabbing and betrayals going on in high school as there is in, yeah. uh, in Westeros. <laughs> It'll be like Pretty Little Liars meets Game of Thrones, essentially. Exactly. <laughs> no, this will be pretty cool. I think I'm, I'm reading about it now. And uh, they've what they've done is they've changed the series tagline of Winter is Coming to Prom is Coming. <laughs> Yes. So those of you that are still in high school and listening to the podcast and they're interested in something like this, I mean, it's extra Game of Thrones content and that should be pretty badass. And uh, yeah, that's cool. Nothing but good news when people make stuff. Yeah. And it's it's funny as well because you can – that translates so perfectly as well because in Westeros, everybody's fighting about the throne of Westeros. Here they're <laughs> fighting about the, the – you know, the, the throne We're trying to prom. get the crown. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's a race for the crown. So, um, Micah, um, if you had to decide who would be prom king and queen, who would you pick? Probably I would I would have to go with Rob and Theon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at these promotional posters. They're the, they're, the, they're one of the choices. If if a John and Danny team up, I'm on their team. Yeah, this would be cool. Do you, do you know what? I have to ask you guys. There is a picture, and I'm going to ask you, and you're going to be like really annoyed. But I, when if the first picture, right, of Renly and Loras, if you glance at that and squint your eyes and look at it really briefly, I think it kind of looks like you two. You know, the left one is Micah and the right one is Zach. If you look like really, <laughs> really, really Holy shit, closely. dude. We didn't tell you, Selena, but we actually auditioned for this. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. No, that that's really funny. Actually, you know, I used to have long hair, not quite that long, but maybe I should grow it out. Huh? What do you got? Maybe. Listeners, weigh in. Weigh Somebody in, tells me Eric used Let to have hair that long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, check the show notes. I'll put a photograph. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, it'll, it'll it'll be in there. It's Friday, guys. We post photos of stuff and we talk about stuff. I'm excited for this to come out, though. That'll be cool. Maybe we'll grab Me some of these guys and have a little chat about it. Maybe that'll happen. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe. I can't we'll wait see. to see what Eric thinks of the in-show Theon. I'm sure he's going to disapprove because it's not him. Probably. Yep. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> he should have auditioned. No, I hear that his agents were battling for a higher cut and they had to just settle for oh. the Star Kid star. <laughs> so, Darn. Yeah. It'd be interesting yeah. to see if it goes viral, kind of like the... Uh, the, the Potter musical did. Well, Zach, maybe this new series uh, on the web will give us owns of their own. Perhaps they will do things within these episodes that will be own worthy. Only oh, time sure will tell. Will. Oh, perhaps. Who will own the school? <laughs> I hope they say that. I'm gonna have to throw my own in the episode. You know, I thought I thought School of Thrones was 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 gonna grab it, and then we watched the uh, these deleted scenes, and I had to give it to Tyrion. He told the dog to go piss on a tree, so he wins. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I still have to give it to a Tyrion shitting and grin on the School of Thrones poster. I think that's pretty brilliant. I'll give it to Baelish for just being a complete and utter asshole. He's a dick, you could also call him. <laughs> yes. He's a dick. He well, he has like an affinity for dicks, I think. He does. Because he, he constantly makes fun of Varys. Yes, he's like obsessed with Varys. He's like in love with him, tragically. Yeah, doesn't he at one point ask him in the show what parts does he have? <laughs> yeah. yes, he's, he's like, I'm wondering, of the three, what do you have? Yeah, and you know, he, not only that, but he's like obsessed with him, like being, he's like, oh, but you know, you small boys and blah, blah, blah. He's like, he has a he has an unhealthy interest in Varys' sex life. If you have any owns from these deleted scenes from season two, you can tweet at us at Game of Owns, or you can write to us via email. Contact of Game of Owns dot com is the way Contact that you can of reach Game us. Of Owns. See, Contacts changed. of <laughs> we, we we changed the at sign, it's backwards and it means own or of. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's okay. contact with a K. Don't don't, <laughs> don't try that. People. Please don't. No. Please don't. <laughs> Just like Brittany did. Isn't that right, Zach? She did. She felt free to send us correspondence, a message, a little love letter, if you will. Shall we share it with the listeners, guys? Sure. Yay. All right, let's see what Brittany has to say. Let me open my phone here. Brittany says, Today I was listening to you guys while at my internship. I wasn't entirely sure that I was supposed to be listening to a podcast while I was doing my work, so I was trying my best not to laugh. I had a lot of episodes to catch up on, and I was making my way through the whole not laughing thing. It proved to be very problematic. But one bit that had me double over on my desk, shaking with silent laughter, when Micah, out of nowhere started using a Mickey Mouse voice to read the part of Sam. I was trying so hard not to make any sound that I ended up giving myself the hiccups. <laughs> oh, no. And I had to go get water. Just thought I'd let you guys know, and thanks for making sorting files so much fun. Hey, that's what we're here for, Brittany. Aww. Well, we're hopefully they just, the, your, people at your office just thought you were crying. Yeah, something bad happens. It'd be terribly <laughs> yeah. sad. Leave me alone, I'm crying. <laughs> Eric isn't casting his Theon in school of Thrones. <laughs> Prom is ruined. Well, Brittany, I, I really don't think you should be uh, listening to Game of Owens at work. This is complete bullshit. You need to get back to work right now. Right now. Yeah, no more us. hiccuping. No water. You need to focus on your Excel spreadsheet and Microsoft PowerPoint. And get get me those uh, papers by the 5 o'clock today. And those, and those little bear claws down at the bakery, grab a few of those too, Brittany. Oh, bear claws, like, like <laughs> Lord Commander. <laughs> 
got a bear claw in his pants. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that Long Claw has made his visit to the show, we can uh, successfully say that. Well, Sam, now that you're here, would you do us a favor? Sure. Well, I was thinking, Sam, since you're already hanging out with us, maybe you'd go ahead and read some of the tweets from our fantastically nice goo listeners. What would you say to that, Sam? That that would be very nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Sam reads the tweets, and however long it takes him, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it might take me a while, but a little slow. The first one comes from Toko Masho, who is a regular tweeter on our show, and he says, also... Quote, prostrating yourself. Well, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> prostrating yourself with Selena and Eric's reaction made me LOL. And now you can LOL at Sam's reaction, too. <laughs> I did I did say prostrating, which if you look up in Webster's Dictionary, means to lay yourself out in front of. It's ideological. Okay, I'll ask Master Eamon about that. Master <laughs> Eamon. Um, this one's from... Michael Cerrone, he says, you could add a Lannister purple dinosaur song. I'll kill you if you, <laughs> you can try me. to kill me. We're, We're one sociopathic family with a with great, a great big, big hug and a kiss from me to you. <laughs> How'd you get those purple notes in the tweet? <laughs> that was nice. Please tell us. <laughs> what did Selena say? Yeah, Selena, you, sh- you should have sang. I went la la la. Here comes another one from Amber Danell. She says, listening to episode 57, and I think both Aragorn's sword and Daryl. Is that right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. Yep. <laughs> Hold together, Samuel. And Boromir's sword in Lord of the Rings are hand and a half swords. You I may be remember. right. <laughs> you may be right. <laughs> Gene Frazier says, when I'm in Vegas playing roulette, I always hashtag take the black. Oh. When I'm in Vegas, I always take the black. Yeah. And that's not just when I'm playing roulette. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you like what I did there? Oh, I did. Uh, this is from Jess Fellows. She says, caught up with at Game of Oats and about to start book four. <laughs> nice use of numbers guffawing. there. <laughs> she needed to fit in 140 characters. Yeah. She needed to say guffawing. <laughs> guffawing yeah. at reactions of MJ Baum and Selena Wilkin when Spielerman gets close to a spoiler. What spoiler do you get close to? Yeah, he never gets close to spoilers. And I, also, I wasn't there. I just was silent during the whole thing. Oh, yeah. You hear us? You hear us start, and then you sort of trail off, whereas Eric just keeps going. <laughs> I like I like clench. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> We had a lot of retweets from people who are excited about season three. I don't like the start of season three because, as you remember from the end of season two, they have an encounter with some folks that are not very nice people. Well, good golly, it was good to have you, Sam. Can we can we have you back soon? Anytime, you guys. Oh, thanks, thanks for hanging out, Sam. Uh, would you mind opening the door, letting Micah back in? It's getting kind of getting kind of quiet in here. Well, does he have to come back in? Don't you want to? We'll, we'll we'll see you next week, Sam. All right. All right. <laughs> If you guys want to join the ranks of other kind people (laughs) that have, uh, you know, sent tweets to us, you might be subsepting yourself to some ridicule by way of Samwise Gamgee. Oh, sorry. I mean, Samuel Tarly. Then you could do that through Twitter at Game of Owns. It's a it's a web address. You'll find your way to that thing if you try really hard and uh, because Sam was nice enough to stop by the show today, I think you guys should go out and give us a five star 
rate and review on iTunes. Do it for Sam. Do it for Sam. Otherwise, he won't, he may not come back, and that's a real threat. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> just got real. We'd like you guys, uh, in, in anticipation of Ned's untimely demise, to send us your favorite Ned moment from throughout book one, and we'll read them on next week's episode. Have a swimmingly lovely weekend, ladies and gentlemen. It was so nice hanging out. But uh, it is Friday, and we do need to go out and do Friday things. It's my birthday tomorrow. What? Celebrate Selena's birthday. Her what name the day. hell? So would you please all join us in a, in, a, in a large celebration of Selena's birthday being tomorrow now that it's happening? Can we can we sing it for her, Micah? Or perhaps, can we, can we invite Sam back in really quick and just give her a quick happy birthday? <laughs> I would perhaps. love that. Happy birthday, birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday, birthday to you. Thanks for listening. Oh, it is damn you. Friday. Selena! Happy the Kokiri to you. Goodbye, everybody. This I'm Zach so Louie. I'm Mike Atanamo. I'm Samuel Tarling. Absolutely. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Enjoy yourselves. Bye.